Hello there and welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for tuning into the Shattering Limiting Beliefs workshop. So this is going to be a workshop. You'll be pausing me a lot. You'll be giving a lot of reflection. So make sure you carve out some time to do this. Um, however you need to do it. If you, and it's good to do it all at once because we're going to take you through a process of linking pain to some things that are holding you back in your life and then simultaneously moving you forward towards what you want. So if you're doing it kind of piecemeal, it's not really going to work. So make sure you block out a good amount of time for this, maybe 45 minutes, an hour, maybe an hour and a half for this. I don't know how long I'm going I'm to talk for. We'll see how it goes. Block out whatever amount of time that you think is necessary to do this. You just want a couple hours here and make sure that you're fully present. What are the three steps? Really, really simple. The first step is to identify what your limiting beliefs are. The second step is to link so much pain to those limiting beliefs that you have to change. And the third step is to replace those beliefs with an empowering question that leads you to the life that you want. So let's start in the beginning. Where do limiting beliefs come from? How do we identify what they are? Well, have you ever been in the shower and you're in the shower and you notice there's this voice in your head that's going crazy, right? And it's, it's nuts. It's absolutely crazy. And that voice in your head, if that were an actual person, you'd never hang out with them because they're so negative, right? That's what happens with most people. So if we listen to those narratives objectively, we can start to identify what might be holding us back, but we'll start to see where these limiting beliefs might stem from. So I'm, I'm curious though, where did your limiting beliefs come from? Like, did you make them up? No, you need to learn them from somewhere. Every limiting belief you had, you need to learn it from somewhere and learned beliefs are nothing more than perceived truths. It's you perceiving that this is true, but it's made up in your head. Let me give you an example. Is the sky blue? Is the sky blue? Most people would say yes, right? It's blue right now. It's beautiful outside in Chicago. Is the sky blue? Most people would say yes. But what if it's uh, cloudy? Is it blue then? What if it's a thunderstorm outside? Is it blue then? What if it's nighttime? Is it blue then? What if there's a sunset? Is it blue then? Right? So what I really did there is we have a belief the sky is blue. And what I did was I just brought evidence <clears throat> to prove to you that that belief is not true, right? That's, that's what I did. I just brought evidence in to show you that that belief is not true. So today, all we're doing is bringing awareness to these subconscious things and bringing them to the surface so we can rip that out, them out forever. Ask me right now and write it down. What do you think your biggest limiting beliefs of your life are? And just start there. Write them out. And second question, what did your parents or other influential people in your life used to say when you were a kid about, about that? What did they say in your life when you were growing up about that might have caused that? And what does that make you feel like? And just pause me and write that down. What are my biggest limiting beliefs? And what are my parents and other influential people in my life used to say when I was a little kid? And how do I feel about that? Like, what do they say in relation to those beliefs? And how do I feel about that? Pause me and write that down. Cool? Pause. Good. We're back. Awesome. So something to remember, you were a kid. You didn't know any better. Hell, you like your parents, the people that taught you these beliefs. So every belief that you had that's pretty, probably limiting was taught to you by someone from your past, most likely your parents. So when you were a kid, you didn't know any better. Hell, your parents were keeping you alive. So of course you thought that they knew what they were talking about. But what if they taught you, what if what they taught you wasn't actually serving you? For example, the limiting belief of I'll never be enough. That was something that I struggled with for a very long time. And I always crave validation, wishing that my life was different. And I learned that from people growing up and I felt that I was never enough. And I needed to pause and say, is that actually serving me? 
Because the stories we have about our life come from our past, mostly our, our childhood or a severely painful or pleasurable event, incidents or incidents in our life. And in those moments, we're susceptible. Typically, this happens when we're a blank slate, when we're a little kid, when we're learning, or when we're being vulnerable and trying something new. Uh, if, you, if you understand that like when you try something new, you have to be vulnerable and risk, risk judgment. And so in those moments, we're susceptible. So when you're a kid and you're growing, you're a sponge. And so when your parents are portraying their beliefs onto you, we never question those beliefs because your parents were keeping you alive. They were doing everything they possibly could, right? So we never questioned them. Today, you're going to question them. We're going to bring them to the surface and we're going to rip them out once and for all so you can have the life that you actually want. So I want you to pause me right now and journal for about 10 minutes or so. Journal about your limiting beliefs. What are they? What are the, and even deeper, what are the three most limiting beliefs of your entire life? And just write about them. And you might have identified this a couple seconds ago when we did that one exercise, but just journal about it. What are the three most limiting beliefs of your entire life? And just write about them. Journal your feelings that come up with them. Journal where they came from. Journal where you learned them from. Journal any uh, frustrations or overwhelming feelings about them. And the big question I want you to answer is, who taught me that? Where did I learn that? Because you didn't teach yourself that. You learned it from somewhere. So pause me right now and just journal for 10 minutes about those three top limiting beliefs that hold your life back. Anything at all that comes to your mind, anything that comes up, and just write about it. Just journal where they came from, who taught you that, how did, they, how did you feel, where did you learn that? So pause me and do the work and come back when you're done. That's the work that's really easy to skip. But I'm telling you, that if you go through this and do the work on it, you'll learn more about yourself today than you have in a really long time. And so once you come back, just take a moment and look at that list, that sheet of paper that you just wrote down and just be grateful for it for a second. And why do you want to be grateful for that? Because it's really easy to be upset about this, isn't it? It's really easy to be pissed off that you don't believe that you're enough. It's really easy to be pissed off that you think that you didn't have a good childhood. It's really easy to get pissed off that you think that you're, uh, you're never going to achieve or that success is either easier for other people. Whatever it is, it's really easy to be upset about it, isn't it? It's easy. But blame doesn't do anything. Blaming your parents or that event, whatever you went through for this belief, isn't going to make the belief go away. You've believed it for a really, really, really long time. So just blaming them isn't going to make it go away. So don't blame your parents here. They were operating from a belief themselves and doing the best they could with what they knew how to do and in the time that they had, right? They were doing everything they could. We need to start seeing the innocence in the people that raised us. So just be grateful for it because it's all led you to right here, to right now, where you're going to get to do this level of work. And this level of work will teach you how to manifest anything you want. These beliefs, these limiting beliefs that you have right now, they're trying to keep you safe. That's what these limiting beliefs are doing. These beliefs are our ego. They're protecting us from pain. They're protecting us from exposing who we really are, our identity, our true selves. And they have good intentions. These beliefs have good intentions. They're trying to keep you safe, but you don't need them anymore. You're a grown up now. You've got this. The real you has got this. That the you that when you're in a great state and you feel fully alive, that person, that's who's got this right now. So do, just do yourself this favor. Think of the little kid that's inside of you. Maybe it's a little boy or a little girl. And just picture them right now. They don't want you to get hurt on the big scary world. So they try to keep you safe. They try to keep you just safe and protected. 
What would happen if today we let that kid be a kid again? They've been taking on way too much responsibility. A little kid isn't supposed to protect an adult from this amazing thing called life, but they think they need to. So what would happen if today we just let that little kid be a kid again? What if we let them go play in the playground? And you know, Because as the adult, the confident, courageous version of you, you've got this now. Would that serve you? Absolutely it would. So take a moment and look at those limiting beliefs. And think about that little boy or girl that you used to be. And be so grateful for them protecting you. Be so grateful for them wanting to keep you safe. And be so grateful for those three limiting beliefs that they held on to and used to protect you from this big, scary, what they thought was scary world. And just imagine for a second, close your eyes, and just imagine for a second, just getting down on your knee and just looking them right in the eye, looking who you used to be right in the eye. Just saying thank you. And go through it however it means something to you. Thank you so much for these limiting beliefs. Thank you for trying to protect me. Thank you for trying to help me. Thank you for, for being there for me, for looking out for me when I was trying to figure this world out. And in whatever way is meaningful for you, set that little girl or that little boy free. Set them free. Let them go live a good life. Let them go play in the playground, play with sticks, whatever they got to do. Give them a hug. Smile at them. And free them from this job, this tough task of keeping the adult version of you safe. Because you've got this now. The real version of you. And go let them play. You willing to do that? Pause me right now and just do that. Whatever you need to do for, for this exercise. Picture them and thank them. Be grateful for them and just let them be a kid again. Okay? Pause me, go do that, however you got to do it, and come back. So what are your three limiting beliefs that you wrote down? I'm going to take you through a process that you don't need to understand. You just need to know that this is how limiting beliefs disappear. Because as human beings, everything we do is driven by our need to either avoid pain or to gain pleasure. Everything we do. And you learn that in phase two. And these limiting beliefs, they have really good intentions but really bad results. Think about it. From that little kid saying, you'll never be successful, or you have to work your butt off to barely get by, right? That's the little kid seeing your, like for example, that was me. I thought I had to work my butt off to barely get by because I saw my dad working so hard to have nothing. And so I wanted to be like dad. I thought that's just how it was gonna go, right? So they have good intentions. The beliefs is good intentions. They're trying to teach you how to be like someone that you love or how to avoid pain in some way, but they have really bad results in your life. Because in your past, you've looked at what these beliefs are giving you and it's all been unconscious, but you haven't brought it to the surface. You haven't looked at, you might've looked at what these beliefs are giving you, but you've never looked at what these beliefs are costing you. Not intentionally anyways. That's what we're going to do today. So this, that was, that's how to identify what your limiting beliefs are and prep you to let them go. But the second step of shattering your limiting beliefs, what we're going to do is link so much pain to them that we have to change. So real quick, think about what procrastination is. Procrastination is that we think taking action would be more painful than doing nothing. And so we experience less pain by doing nothing. That's what procrastination is. So we're driven by that need to avoid pain. Well, if you think about what your limiting beliefs are, when's the last time you said, what's the consequence of that belief? We've never done that. We've used it as a way out to protect us from future pain, right? We say, I'm not enough, so I'm not going to invite so I don't get rejected. 
right? That's what we do. We avoid future pain. This belief serves us in that way. It helps us avoid future pain. But we don't think about the actual future pain that we're going to experience if we keep holding on to this belief. So we need to link so much pain to the belief that you have to change it. Have you ever been in a situation in an intimate relationship where there's so much pain, where you get to that one threshold, that one breaking point where you have to change? You have to change. You're like, I am, I'm done. I'm done with this. No more. I'm out of this relationship. That's an example of what we call leverage. Okay. Leverage is when you link up so much pain to something that you care about dearly in your life that you have to change it. So I'm going to take you through a nine step process. I learned this from James Wedmore. This has tremendously impacted my life. It's called the nine step belief busting script. So let's start with the number one most limiting belief that you have. Look at your list. What's the number one most limiting belief that you have? And I want you to journal as we do this and pause me as you need to. Okay. So nine steps. Step number one, what is the belief? Write it down. Pause me, write down the belief. Okay. We got to get that belief on paper. We need to know exactly what it is. Step two and pause me after this. Step two, what causes you to believe this? I'm not enough. What causes you to believe this? Pause me, write down your answers to that question. Is it that you keep getting evidence in your life that shows that you're not enough? Is that you grew up never feeling like you were enough for your mom? Is it that you keep finding different reasons why you're not good enough? Like whatever it is for you, what causes you to believe this? Because whatever you focus on in life, you will find evidence to support. So if you have a belief that you're not enough, you are literally telling your brain, remember, look for red, look for blue, right? So in that situation, you tell your brain what's important to focus on. And in this situation with your limiting beliefs, you're telling your brain to focus on that limiting belief. So you will literally seek out evidence to prove this belief true, even if it doesn't serve you. That's what we do in life. So what causes you to believe this? What evidence, what things from your past, what causes you to believe this limiting belief? And just journal for a few minutes about that. That's number two. Pause me and do it. Okay. Number three. What's the benefit that you get from holding on to this? Because for everything, like we said, we need to avoid pain or to gain pleasure and sometimes, and most of the time both. So what are you getting from this limiting belief? For example, if you have the limiting belief of I'm never going to be enough. What are you getting out of it? Well, you get to avoid vulnerable situations. You don't have to take your business seriously. So you have more time with your spouse. What's the benefit that you're getting from holding on to this belief so strongly and just start journaling about that. What's the, what am I getting out of this? How is this helping me? Because it's helping you in some way. Otherwise, you wouldn't be doing it. it wouldn't, you wouldn't be doing it. So how is it actually helping you? And just jot that down. That's number three. And pause me and do that. And then number four. This is kind of the big, the big one. And I want to take you through a closed eye process for this. So go ahead and close your eyes. Go ahead and close your eyes. For number four, I'm going to take you through a process. And then I want you to journal about it afterwards. Okay? So keep your eyes closed until I tell you to open them. What does this cost you if you don't change? What does it cost you? Uh, think of physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially with your spouse, your kids, physically, from holding on to this belief, what happens in your life? What do you feel in your life? Imagine that pain for a second of going through your life if you don't change this belief and feel the pain of it. What do you feel physically? What do you feel emotionally? What do you feel? Imagine feeling the shame in your life on the inside from not believing that you're enough and feel that for a second. How does that translate into your life? Do you wake up at the same job, waking up having the same bad day? Do you wake up 10 years from now rationalizing that it's okay that you gave up on, on your future? And how does that affect you spiritually? Do you feel disconnected from the universe or God or whatever you believe in? Financially, what happens to your life? 
If you keep believing this, do you keep staying in debt? Do you keep finding yourself making excuses about why you can't be financially free? How there's too much money at the end of the money. And then what happens from that with your relationship with your spouse? From you believing in that belief, what ends up happening down the road with your relationship with your spouse? Do you end up getting torn apart? Do you become obsessed with your business but not seeing the results that you want so they end up seeing you so focused on other things but never present with them? What happens to your relationship? Do you become roommates instead of in love? How do you hurt them if you don't change? What about your kids? Think about your kids. What are they going to believe in their life? Will they go through life believing that they're able to do amazing things in their life? Or will they go through their life settling just like their parent did? Just like you did. And imagine the feeling of shame on the inside right now of continuing to live this belief. What do you feel? If you keep believing this for another year, what do you feel? What emotions are present in your life? Are you living in depression with anxiety? Are you consistently waking up stressed out about how there's always something more to do and you can never figure out how to be successful? What are the consequences if you don't change this belief? And really feel that on the inside right now. Don't just think about it logically. Feel what it would feel like if you kept this going for another year. And an even harder question, who are you going to hurt? Who are you going to hurt if you continue to believe this? Besides just yourself, what does it ultimately cost you? What does it ultimately lead to in your life? One year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years down the road, if you don't change this bullshit belief that you're not enough or that you can't do this, you're not enough compared to other people, what does it cost you physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially with your spouse, your kids? Who are you hurting? How are you feeling on the inside about yourself? The anxiety, the depression you feel, the overwhelm you feel and feel that on the inside right now. Feel the consequences of what happens if you never change this belief. And pause me and start journaling about it for the next 10, 20, 30 minutes. Pause me and just unleash on paper. What you're going to open your eyes, what does it cost me physically in a year from now? Emotionally in a year from now? Spiritually in a year from now? Financially in a year from now? With my relationship with my spouse, with my kids? And then fast forward it out to five years. What Do it again. What does it cost me in five years from now if you never change? And then what about 10 years, 20 years down the road? So much so that you have to change that. What are you going to lose in your life? Who are you going to lose in your life if you don't change these beliefs? And just go on this tangent of writing as much as you possibly can. And guys, don't just do this from a sense of logical understanding. Get emotional with it. Let emotion fill the page. Write out as much as you possibly can about the pain and consequence of holding on to this belief for so long. And take as long as you need to do it. Write it out starting right now. Right now. Pause me and do it. Ready? Go. And when you come back, when you come back, Don't move on until you finish this. When you come back, let's move on to step number five. Step number five is to gather evidence. To gather evidence because for something to be considered true, it has to be universal. So is this limiting belief true for everyone? And what is some evidence to support that this limiting belief is false? What's some evidence of who this isn't true for? For example, if you believe that money is so hard to make, is that actually true? Who is it not true for? Who is an exception to this belief? Who, who's, who goes against this? And pause me. Write down everyone you can think of that goes against this belief that you have, that proves that it's not true, and write what they do differently, how they think differently, how they believe differently. Pause me right now and do that. Ready? Go. Okay? And when you're back, number six, if you're ready to let go of this belief, what's the new belief? What's the new belief? What's the antithesis? What's the new story you're going to tell? Pause me 
and write down something that's so simple and so beautiful that you're inspired by. Instead of, I'll never be enough for success, I'm already more than enough. Whatever you gotta do, write down the new belief that you're gonna choose. What is that new belief? What's the antithesis of your limiting belief? What's something that you need to believe instead? that will help you, lead you in the direction you want to go in your life. Pause me right now and for this first limiting belief, write it down, write it down and get the antithesis down on paper. What's the new belief? That's number six. Pause me and do that. And number seven, if you could operate from this new belief, what benefit would you gain? What would happen in your life? So go ahead and close your eyes right now. Close your eyes and imagine adopting this new belief. Imagine feeling this new belief every day of your life and imagine what it does for you. Fast forward out a year. You've lived with this new beautiful belief every day of your life for an entire year. What does that do for your life? Imagine just for a second, where are you spiritually? Do you feel connected to a higher power, the universe, God, whatever you believe in? And imagine that connection for a second. What it would feel like to have that deep level of connection. What about emotionally? Where are you emotionally in a year from now? Are you thriving? Are you happy? Are you so excited? And go there and picture what it feels like right now as if it's a year down the road and you've lived with this new amazing belief in your life and picture it and feel it on the inside what it feels like right now to live with that new set of beliefs. Where are you emotionally? What about physically? How has your body and your health and your vitality changed from you choosing this new belief? Are you less stressed so you feel better overall? There's less cortisol in your body. Overall, you just feel amazing and vital. Have you lost weight? What's the new belief? And how will you feel so much better physically a year down the road? And just picture what that feels like to feel alive and physically vital and healthy and vibrant every day. What about financially? Where's your life financially in a year from now? If you choose to adopt this new belief today, If you adopt this new belief today that you're already more than enough, that whatever your new empowering belief is, if you adopted that belief today, what benefit would you gain financially in a year from now? Picture, just imagine going there. What could you create? Who could you serve? What income could you build? Would you get out of debt? Imagine feeling what it feels like in that moment right now. Imagine it's already done. It's already done. You've already accomplished it. You've already gone there. And imagine that feeling of beauty on the inside from completely changing your financial circumstances all because you adopted a new belief today. And go there and feel that. What about with your spouse? What about your spouse? How do you become closer with your spouse? Because of this new belief. And feel that. Are you not as attached to your business to where you can finally be committed to it and enjoy building it and find time for the love of your life? Do you bring the passion back to your relationship? Do you find a beautiful relationship? Where is your relationship status in a year from now? If you choose to believe this is the status fulfilled and joyful and passionate, where is it playful? What are you feeling in that relationship right now? And go there and live it and just feel the beauty of it. And what about your kids? Picture what it feels like to do that for your kids. What that new belief is going to do for them. How it's going to change their entire future if you chose to believe that. Are they going to finally believe in themselves because mom or dad decided to finally go for it? If you could operate from this new belief, What would you gain a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years down the road? And just pause me, open your eyes, pause me, and just go on a journey of writing everything down that you would gain from this and just let yourself dream. Let yourself feel all these beautiful emotions that come up. 
And imagine this for a second. Do that right now. Pause me and write all of it out. Write all of it out, everything, a year, five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road, all the beauty physically, financially, emotionally, spiritually, with your spouse, with your kids, and just feel that right now. Feel it. And write it out. Pause me. Come back when you're ready. And then I have a question. Take a look at what you wrote for number three. What did you write from number three? Compare that to what you wrote for number seven. What's better? What's better? Number three or number seven? Number seven. It's full of all this joy and passion and excitement. Are you willing to adopt that? Because that's what leads us to number eight. Number eight, it's decision time. Remember the quote. It's in your moments of decision that your destiny is shaped. Decide. Is it going to be the old belief or is it going to be the new belief? What are you going to hold on to from now on? That's number eight. Make a decision, draw a line in the sand, and then pause me and write out all the reasons why. All the reasons why you choose that new belief. Whatever it is for you. Pause me right now, number eight. Journal about it. Feel it. Appreciate it. And just write it all down. Why are you choosing this new belief? Which one are you choosing? Old or new? And why? And why? And then finally, number nine. If you decided to choose the new belief today, what's one action that you could take today to lock it in? What's one action you could take today to lock it in? Because hear hear me loud and clear, guys. When you have an aha moment, an awakening, something that shows up in your life where you finally learn something amazing, there's a window. And you have to jump through that window of opportunity. Because if not, that window closes up and you find another couple years down the road and that's not where you want to be. There is a window right now. And you have to jump through it. Never leave the sight of setting a goal without doing something towards its attainment. If you chose the new belief, write down in your journal what is one action that you could take today, right now, to lock it in, to lock it in, and then do that thing. You're doing it today. You're not doing it tomorrow. You're not doing it after the kids, you're doing it if the kids go to bed if you need to, but it's getting done today. Something to lock it in. Find a way to do it, find a way to lock it in, just make, even if it's as simple as scheduling something on your calendar, even if it's as simple as sending one Facebook message, even if it's as simple as making one post, whatever it is, do something to lock that new belief in. Do it today. That's number nine. And what I want you to do is to do this, this nine-step process for each of those three limiting beliefs that you have, those beliefs that limit you. You just did it with number one, go back and do it again for number two and number three. And if you do this, the game will change forever. Whenever I do the exercises, my life changes forever. This will change the game for you. This is the work that matters. This is where everything comes together and your life changes forever. Do the work on number two and number three now that you finish number one. It's conditioning your new beliefs and actions in. How do you break in a pair of shoes? Wear them around the house. How do you break in a baseball glove? You use it. How do you get really good at something? You do it over and over and over again. It's repetition. Repetition is the mother of skill. For so many people, they learn it once, they disappear, but they don't actually consistently apply it. You need to consistently apply it if you want your life to change because repetition is the mother of skill. Your homework today is to go back through this lesson, including the closed eye processes for each of your limiting beliefs. Start with the three. If you have more limiting beliefs, cool, but start with your three that you wrote down. So I hope you found a ton of value in this training, in the Shattering Your Limiting Beliefs workshop. Use this. Use this. I hope you just realize, oh my gosh, this is what stopped me. I'm going to break through it. Use this and your life will change forever. So I hope you found a ton of value in this training. Make sure you go out there today and every day and live your life with a genuine smile on your face. Because when you shatter your limiting beliefs and replace them with empowering ones, it's really easy to do. I'll see you tomorrow.